The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Beyond the Fairway Podcast, Dougie Fresh, Will Lowry. It is Monday. You're going to hear this tomorrow. You know we go beyond the scores and the highlights. Will and I got together last week. This might be one of the more flat episodes, Will, that we record. I don't think either one of us really have the energy. Uh, you can hear it in my voice. I am getting over a sinus infection, and, and Will has been jet-setting. Will, what's happening, man? Man, stop lying. We don't have energy because we're celebrating your birthday. We celebrate your birthday <laughs> all weekend. Damn right. And I um I I haven't watched the back of my eyelids in probably three, four days. And uh I I have uh I have red eye. You remember that commercial red eye? You probably don't remember that. Yeah, the, the the yeah, the, the little squeeze yeah. box. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the dry yeah. eyes. It was a dry eyes commercial. Dry, dude. Dry yeah. eye. I, I am that guy right now. I need I need all the the squirts in my eye, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I'm uh yeah. So ha, ha, overall you had a busy weekend. It was yeah. your birthday weekend. We kind of celebrated on Friday, but then we had another celebration on Sunday and then Thursday, kind of Thursday. It was your birthday week. That's so right. Overall, That's right. how do you feel about your birthday? How did you, did you accomplish everything you wanted for a birthday week for Doug Smith? You know, it was a good week. You know, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Chris Paul, the Chris Paul Foundation, uh, for having Will and I step in there and do the Chris Paul um, Celebrity Steak Dinner. That was extremely dope experience, man. Chris Paul shut down a restaurant. For those that don't know, every year he hosts a, a dinner where the sponsors and the people that support his foundation are actually served by celebrities and the players. So this year it was the Phoenix Suns. So our server was Frank Kaminsky of the Phoenix Suns uh, the other night, Will. And um, that was a great Thursday. You know, and Friday I had to work. Even though I had PTO, I did work on Friday, do my actual job, shout True Spec Golf. And then uh, I got to hang out with Will and uh, Aaron Hicks, man. They helped me bring in the, a great Friday. We had some good food. Um, had a nice uh, cigar. You know, I don't smoke sticks, but, you know, I enjoyed one for the birthday weekend. And then we had some people over here yesterday, and it was, it was great, man. Like, um... I feel like I wish birthdays were more like often because for some reason on a birthday, people want to get together and, and celebrate. And I think we need to do more of that kind of stuff. will just on general purposes, because I, I had a good time. You know, I want to go back to the, uh, the, the first night of Doug's celebration uh, <laughs> at, at, at the Chris Pam, at the Chris Paul family foundation celebrity uh, dinner server dinner. Um, what, I thought that concept was so unique 
You know, you have these 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 uh, athletes who are adored, who are admired, who are maybe worship is a little too far, but who are really pre- who are appreciative of what they do as far as going out there and scoring a bucket, right? Yeah. When you have these guys put on their their server jackets and and, and coming out and asking me, is there do I need any more bread? <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought that was one of the most amazing things, but you got to give a credit to Chris Paul, right? Yeah. Because this was his, I want to say his third or fourth year putting on this dinner. And this is the first time it was in the city of Phoenix, Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. So when you think about it, when he did it in LA, he did it in Houston, he had some big names come out. So I think it shows like, uh, it shows, you know, his leadership and how much he's adored, you know, on and off the court for these big names guys. Cause I think in Houston, he had a Carmelo Anthony coming out and, and I saw in and, LA and Harden. Blake, yeah, James Harden and uh, LA Clippers. He had, uh, you know, Blake Griffin. So they tell you how much he is liked and adored on and off the court. And I think it felt good for you and I having to experience and being in the middle of, uh, of, of the love that he gives his teammates and, and watching these guys struggle and carrying a, uh, a, a, a tray full of wine. <laughs> hey, but what's crazy though, man, like, yes, we are the golf guys, right? It's amazing how many conversations kind of gravitated toward the game of golf. Uh, you know, we're Absolutely. talking to, talking to Frank, man, he's seven feet talking about his clubs and how he had to get, you know, his clubs extended and how he loves to play golf, but not as much as Chris Paul. So there's, there's something about, again, we always say it, Will, we always talk about it. There's something about this game that really does bring people together and uh, a, a unique way. You know, these guys are basketball players. They're elite at what they do. They suck at golf. No offense, Chris, you don't suck at golf, but you can get better. But how they rally behind the game is always really interesting to see and hear. Yeah, I mean, when, when you, I mean, hell, Doug, you share a commonality with Booker. Like, you, have, you share a commonality with Paul. You have share a commonality... With yeah. with all the young guns that are on the Phoenix, on the Phoenix Suns, and when you know when 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 uh when Devin Booker comes up to you and says, "Hey, what's going on, Doug? You you fit me for my clubs." I'm like, "Doug, you famous? You got Devin <laughs> yeah, Booker? <right. laughs> you got Devin Booker remembering you for fitting him for a set of clubs?" And I just think that's that's what, that's a unique part of golf, and that's why I really encourage everybody to be part of this game some way somehow. Because you never know who you're going to meet. You never know who you're never going to know. have an exchange with. So you got to stay on your P's and Q's too, man. Like you, 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 that, to that point, you never know. Like in this game, you never know where where your attitude, having a decent attitude, how 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 far it can get you. Because remember, when people play the game of golf, will and they have a bad attitude, nobody want to play with you. Nobody wants nah. to show up to the course. You throwing clubs and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like it, that's how you get X'd out real quick. Real it, you, you also get X'd out by, uh, you know, exaggerating to make a point like I'm about to do now. Because, <laughs> of this, because of this foundation and me having to meet Devin Booker, he is now my friend. <laughs> I mean, not Harley. He, he don't even remember me from Adam. But it was a good time. I got a picture with him. I got a picture with Devin Booker. Yeah, although the picture with Devin Booker that we did take, and we'll put it up here. Uh, well, we might put it on the Instagram page. It looked like he, we were the last two people that he wanted to take a picture with at the end of the <laughs> evening. So real quick, no, no, real quick. 
So we're all we all have our evening in this Instagram world and Twitter world. It's like if you're not taking pictures with people that are important or seem important, like you're not doing nothing, right? So uh, I know Book. I've, I've met him a few times, and you know he's a Kentucky guy, played in Kentucky. And I pull up to him. He's he's on his way out. He's got like his publicist with him, and I was like, "Yo, Book, let me get this pick before we bounce, right?" And it was cool. I wasn't like nervous about it. It's like, "Book, let me get this pick, man, real quick." This dude was like this. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 I, I mean, and Doug, usually, usually we're loved. I don't know if we caught everybody at the end of the uh, of the evening. Yeah, you know, yeah. who are already who are already spent. But, um, bro, I, I feel like a couple of our pictures were forced. Like it was, it was like, hey, Chris, you can't go nowhere. You try. I play defense in the corner. Like, well, you can't go. You can't go nowhere. Take a picture with me. So yeah, it was. It was. Uh, usually we're loved, but I, I don't know. You know, the Chris Paul Family Foundation probably was like, all right, you know, those guys can't come back anymore. Not this time. <laughs> no, no, we can't. But, you know, something that really mattered to me, Will, you know, during our, our time out here um, was a conversation that we had, we got into uh, at the kitchen table here in the house. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people assume that this game is, is easy or, they assume that you know once you turn professional, it's it's uh, just get some money and you play in tournaments, you know, and and that's something that I want to really talk to you about because you know bo- you and I both have been I've played golf at a very high level and we've been on the the short side of the stick as it comes to uh, funding our careers. You know, when you were playing, when did you know like it's time to go like full time? You know, we both still compete, but like. When did you know, like, hold on, man, let me, uh, I don't know. I think, Doug, I, I can't, that's a problem. I, I, have, I haven't really fully accepted it's, it's time to go yet. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't, because I haven't had the proper opportunity, if Ooh. that make any sense. So, you know, that, that's why I'm such an advocate when people are entering the game of golf. I really want to be a part of helping them you know, um, settle themselves or get themselves settled in the game so where they can attack this dream properly, you know. And, I mean, Doug, you, you know, uh, you know, we both did it. We were nickel and diamond, you know. We're, we're mm-hmm. robbing Peter to pay Paul. We're asking the wrong people for help in the game of golf. And they may sow a seed into our, uh, in our game, but they expect to have a full harvest the next day. Mm-hmm. And... Golf doesn't golf doesn't allow that. You know, you, there, there, there's a maturation process. There's a, there's time that has to happen, and there has to be a, a a curve for us to learn the game. And it's funny, like you know, with all the the projects and everything that are coming about in my life, and you know, some of the the the, the uh, you know the the dreams that I have outside of golf are starting to manifest. I'm like. Man, I'm learning. I'm learning about the game even more, and I feel like I'm more confident in my game. Like I'm learning more now about the game than back then. I thought I, I knew it all. You know? Isn't that crazy? It, Isn't it's that crazy. crazy. So I, I, when we played uh, the other day, I was like, man, I really want to get some more tournaments. I like. I may yeah, write a letter. To see if I, I may write a letter to see if I can get into a, 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 a you know, corn fairy event. You know, I, you know, I just, I miss the game so much, but I, I can't say it's fully out of me yet because I, I feel like I got smarter and I'm starting to understand what makes me tick a little more. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I can't say I'm done, but I understand exactly what you, what you, what you're feeling for sure. You know, a lot of people don't understand, like when you, when you can play the game at a high level or a decent level and you do have those aspirations, like what it takes, 
like the the investment not just in the investment of you like the person in your effort like the monetary investment i'll tell you a quick story so i lose my mom in 2009 that same year i went down and tried to qualify for the the saint jude at the time it was just a regular tour event it was a wgc event and i really didn't know nothing i was you know fresh out of college uh, I forget the month of the year it was, but it was there in 2010 when I tried to qualify. And, you know, I had my mom's insurance money, and I was like, okay, I got a couple pennies. I used to say, well, I got my two pennies. And I was sitting there thinking, okay, I'm going to go down and do the St. Jude, and we're going to make this a reality. So I get, you know, I have a friend that lives in, in Memphis, so I stay with my friend. You know, you pay for the practice round, the, qualif- the pre-qualifier, the qualifier. When I got back home, Will, I was – I was $1,100 deep for the week. Mm-hmm. It was $1,100. Um, I had the money at the time. and But what, what hit me when I got home was like, who can really do this? Mm. Like, who can do this to at a point where it's it's sustainable? Because you, I spent $1,100 to miss by two. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. So not only was I deflated by my play, I was also a little deflated by the fact that I had come to this realization that my dream and my goal might not be that attainable mm. from the from the first jump off rip. Because I, yeah, I had a little cash, but I didn't have I didn't have like bands, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't have bands. Mm-hmm. I had a couple thousand, but when I saw my my stash get depleted and I had nothing to show for it, that was frustrating and tough. I, I remember when I here's I was the opposite of that. So my first ever uh mini tour event, um I played in I finished tie for eighth. I made probably like maybe six, seven thousand, right? Six grand. For eighth in a mini tour? You was balling. Well, that was back in the day when mini tours were making a decent, decent uh, yeah. you know, uh had a decent purse. But I remember when I I made that money. I told my girlfriend at the time, I said, baby, it's my first ever tournament. Some of the guys here are on the back then nationwide buy.com tour. Baby, I, I should be on the PJ tour in three weeks. I said that, <laughs> I said that with a straight face. I just knew I was going to, I knew I was going to, you know, uh, uh, I just knew I was going to be on tour, you know? Right. But uh, money started, you know, to deplete week by week by week but i caught the bug i was like man i know i can do this then when i got on big break that made a, a another um a, another notion that okay maybe i can kind of perform in big crowds or have your clutch time maybe not a big crowd but uh, at a clutch moment mm. but I, I have to say you know I, I really encourage people who have a dream of playing golf but more so the people who want to help others get to a different level in this game to really be patient, to really be patient with the, the young man, the young woman who yes. has aspirations to get to the, to the next level because bro, man, it, it, it golf is so fun. It's so fickle. Like, I mean, I, I hate the transition, but we have to Roy McIlroy, 
Roy McRae had a moment, you know, at, at the uh, Ryder Cup this year. And mm-hmm. he said that it took him it took him a while to realize it's just him that he is all that he needs to start excelling in this game again. Yeah. You know, he's a winner of the CJ Cup uh yesterday. But you know, if you hear it in his com- in his talk, in which he had to do a, a, a maturation process in his in his own right, that he's he's not trying to be like anybody. He's not. Tr- he's done trying to be like anybody. He's mm-hmm. he's done trying to you know fit around a, a, a round hole into a square peg or whatever that vice versa that you mean peg thing. into the hole. Yeah, yeah like, whatever. I got you. you. No, I got you. Know you. Makes but, sense. But but the thing is, he realized that he he he's starting to have a relationship with himself, and that's and that's half the battle when you're out there in a mini tour circuit. You got to have a relationship with yourself, and sometimes, man, you don't you don't understand that. You know, you don't understand that. And that's you know, giving good credit to you know to the Advocate Pro Golf Tour. Uh, foundation and what they're doing is you know they're really trying to provide a a, a player performance uh you know type type deal Curriculum, to, really help, yeah. to help these guys you know mature you know what's interesting you said something earlier that i think for everybody listening like that you said something very very impactful is you can't help somebody and expect the harvest to come the following season right i think there's there's so much pressure on people already and then you get money and in the rare case you get money, there's that pressure, that weight. That that sponsorship to somebody that's never had it adds weight. Because mm. I got to do it now. I got to sponsor. You know, I got to yeah. do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I got to yeah. get selfish. I got to be in the gym. I got to eat right. I got to play. And guess what? That 75 will come out of nowhere on you because, like, and, and, and that 75. 75- also, also, mm. also, Doug, this is a lesson for the sponsors, too. If Ooh. you decide to really invest in a player, leave him alone. <laughs> leave him alone. Let let him go through his process. You don't. I mean, you know, I had a couple. When I say sponsored, it, you know, help me out with maybe one or two events. I'm getting a phone call. Hey, um, how'd you do, man? I, I shot All you. Right. Leave me alone, man. You know. So <laughs> that, that, those are those are that's added pressure in itself. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it, ha- it has to be rules and guidelines to being a player receiving sponsorship, and also yeah. it has to be rules and guidelines to uh, in- investors given. who are yeah. providing sponsorship to the player. Yeah. So that uh, check up, might, we, that we check up to, call is, is we might is need to write rough. a hand, we, we might need to write a handbook on that. Yeah, like how to sponsor a a player. Yeah, mm. I like it. Like, hey, like beyond the fairway, how to sponsor a player? Boom. <laughs> uh, and speaking of sponsorship, man, I just saw that Ronnie Lott. Um, just sponsored Michael Herrera uh, for his careers there and, and, and through the APGA Tour. And, you know, Mike's got a lot of talent, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do now. And what people don't understand is, too, when you get money, even though there's weight on you, there's also more weight that has been lifted. Because it's like, oh, shoot, I can create a calendar. I can create a schedule. I, now I know that I'm going to be here, 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 and here. Okay. Boom! I can schedule flights now, and you can book because you know what it's like to 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 look at your bank account and have to decide on a twelve-hour drive or a two-hour flight. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. You, you said drive. Is the approach, and maybe drive is not the right uh, transition, but is the approach you think is better for an investor to maybe take the uh, the uh, the racing approach, where you have a group of horses? so-called to sponsor versus the individual sponsor. Because obviously, you know, when it, when it comes to investors and in investing in a player, 
Mm-hmm. Golf is hard. It's going to be tough to get your money back. You really have to do it because you're you you're doing it out of love of your heart. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. So is it better that you you grab a group of players? I mean, consider. I mean, it's almost you know compared to a, a race team. You know, uh, you know Hendrick Motorsports or you got Joe Gibbs Racing or what have you. You know, is it better to grab four or five different horses, players, put them out there? And it's kind of like a team when you're acquiring points, which is a money situation for the investor where he feel a little more comfortable in investing in his in his in his players. I'm indifferent on that. You know, that's a good way to go about it. If you're you know somebody with ample money and you want to help multiple people at the same time. But I'd rather one person get one hundred thousand than five people get twenty thousand like that, in my opinion, like in my opinion, because if you're going to go in on somebody, go in. Like, give them what they need. Give them what they need to succeed. Um, because you never know, like, who, who people are going to be. Like, Roy McIlroy had help. Tiger Woods had help. You know, all these people, all these great players, they had people that gave them what Tony Finau, prime example, you know, had sponsorship way back in the day from Callaway that funded, you know, he and Gipper trying to come out and be on the uh, on the PGA Tour and get – through Corn Ferry and into the tour. Now Tony, not to take anything away from Tony, he went out there and did his job. And but if you watch Tony's career, you know, it went like this. It stacked. Tony, Tony did it the right way. Look, he's Tony played the APGA. Mm-hmm. Tony played every Tom, Dick, and Harry mini tour that was out there to play. You mm-hmm. know, then he got status. Then he took that status, flipped the top twenty-five. Then he took oh. top twenty-five Corn Ferry went to PGA Tour. He did big. He did big break too. You know, I mean, t- Tony Finau did everything he could to make it to the PGA Tour. So, so uh, let me ask you this question, Doug. You have the skill sets to be on PGA Tour right now. That's nice of you to say. I, I mean, I'm, and trust me, I, it's it's tough for me to say this right now in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> My tongue is bleeding right now. But you had a hundred thousand dollars. Somebody say, uh, "Want to sponsor you right now for hundred thousand dollars?" Do you think you can make it on tour right now? It's not enough. If, the, if, if 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 okay, let me say this: if the bills are paid, home is taken care of, do you think you can make it on tour? If given the opportunity, that's a give for two years. You got sponsored right. for two years. Do you think you can get on tour? Let's go to single shot. I'm gonna break Will's question down real quick. Cass, go ahead and hit that single. Boom! All right, here it comes. Your question, Will, was if I had a hundred thousand dollars and all my expenses and bills paid, would I go back and try to play and make it to the PGA Tour? I want to tell you, no. I would not do that as I sit here today. The caveat being, if I had a three-year contract where expenses were paid, I had $100,000, and I had that time that I need. Because what I underestimated, Will, when I actually left the office to go play professionally, is I underestimated the learning curve. The learning curve of learning how to travel, how to eat, how to sleep, how to properly work out, how to work out on the road, when to drive a car, when not to drive, should I have, or when not to, you know, when to fly, when not to drive, etc. Um, there was a lot of those things that I didn't know when I left the office, and it took me a year, to me a year and a half, to be honest, to understand uh, all the hoops that I had to, to kind of jump through to be successful. Look, I ran out of money right when I was playing my best golf. I got to a point where I couldn't shoot over par for this like three month stretch, right? But in that three month stretch, I also went negative a thousand, twelve hundred dollars in my bank account. And that is one and you know just like I do, Will, that being negative in that bank account is one of the most sobering, um, heartbreaking 
uh, moments that you can go through. Go through. So to your question, no, I wouldn't take a one-year balloon payment of a hundred thousand so I can go play. But if we were able to kind of negotiate that to get you know three, four years, because now it'd be different. Because I know kind of where things are uh, in my game and life to to make it work. But you're gonna do that. You're gonna give up any person that wants to play that's under twenty-eight. That doesn't have a family, they're gonna take that in a heartbeat. No question. Absolutely. And you should. And you should take it. If you get that opportunity, you should take it. But understand, that's when the learning starts. That's when the learning starts. Absolutely. For me, that's when the learning started. And um I hope Michael is is able to to do the things he needs to do. You look at a guy like a Willie Mack or Kamaya Johnson. Um now that they're starting to get money, like Will Willie like actual real sponsors, not like that fake stuff, like sponsors with like incentives and bonuses. And, and, mm-hmm. and if you get into this tournament or these things, you get this much bonus, et cetera. That's that helps. And that's, that's going to be what it takes. Will. and sorry to be long with it on that, but that's this important to me. Sorry to cuss, but this is important to me. Absolutely. The fact that so many people, they think that black golf is just this thing that you can do one time. Let's just drop some money on the black folk or on the uh, black and brown people or even the half knots that are that are white, Caucasian, whatever you identify. It's not. As. It's not about. It's not about black and whiteness. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's about talent and, and 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 getting investment. And it's it's not as easy as people think it is. I don't care if you're Jordan Spieth or if you're Willie Mack. It's it's the same battle. You got to go shoot a number. Yeah. And, and and that also can go to the to the uh, the junior circuit as well. You know, we got kids out there who are trying to you know um, get into have the opportunity to play in certain talent pools. Mm-hmm. You know, they're playing the AJGA tour events where college coaches are present to where they can have an understanding of uh, how they score and how they play, and mm-hmm. trying to acquire stars and, and et cetera. And all that stuff, man. All that yeah, stuff. all that stuff. So you know, it. it I really encourage, you know, the, the, the affluent individuals of this country, of the world, if they really, you know, want to be a part of the game of golf, help grow the game, help uh, increase representation, please, please understand, uh, you know, just get the homework on how to do it and how we can do it properly. No, you know, I mean, Stuart Agastad doesn't have any help. You know what I mean? He's like the best amateur, mid-amateur in the country, right? Number one waiting. player. He can't even get a sponsorship deal yet. Granted, that's probably gonna change. We gonna, we yeah, gonna I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting to uh, figure out see his paycheck stuff so I can go ahead and quit my job and work for him. That's <laughs> I'm waiting for that immediately. <laughs> no, you know, and and well, I'm glad we didn't have a guest this week because this is the conversations that I like to have because I think it's so misinformed. And and before we get to to the shake of the week, I wanna I wanna go here. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. These exemptions, you know, I've seen I've seen different groups of people call them the the PGA Tour minority exemptions, and um, I think that's rude as hell. Number one, just to say Absolutely. something like that, but but I also want to people to understand when you play mini tour golf, and this is this is aside from the color of your skin or the money in your pocket, when you get an exemption, 
it's hard to expect greatness from that person. If a person can get a sponsor's exemption and go in and make a cut and actually make some money, that is an unbelievable feat. That should be celebrated. But it also, we have too high expectations of our, our brothers and sisters out there that go into these events, that get these exemptions, and they go play the creme de la creme course on the fastest screens with tuck pins. It takes time to learn how to play that style of golf. Mini tour golf is not like the PGA Tour. The courses are way different. The pin locations are way different. The yardages are different. The the conditioning's unbelievably... You can't compare the two things. And we need to expect... This is negative. But we need to expect a little less when guys are going out there and gals are going out there playing on the biggest stage for the first time. Because it's not fair to say, oh, this person's good at the game. Let's put them in a damn tournament. And I expect them to top 10 or, or finish first. Like, that's that's just ass to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I fully agree. I uh, So, you know, with that all that being said, uh, you and I didn't get a $300,000 each. So we can uh, go ahead and try give one more run. Is that what you're saying, Doug? Is, is that I am saying that. Okay. At the end of the uh, day, you know, you, you, where's Mike Flasky right now? Mike, come back in here. We need to have a conversation. <laughs> right, oh, right, man. right. No, that, that's good combo, man. I, 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 that's that's the kind of stuff that uh, that goes a long way. Um, all right, well, it's that time, man. We got to get to it. Sorry What's for the abruptness, everybody, but we got to get to uh, shake of the week. Shank of the week. I'm so glad you you started doing that again because I'm <laughs> not good at it. I'm 100 not good at that. <laughs> well, where my voice is right now, I barely got that out. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So who 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 is your shank of the week, Doug? You know what? I've been debating this shank of the week. And so now I'm gonna go ahead and give it to I'm gonna give it to the golf media. Golf mm-hmm. media, us talking to us here. Now I know when a person tops the leaderboard, that person should get all the adoration and love because hey, they're leading the tournament and let's speculate that they're gonna go ahead and get a W and we're gonna build this individual up, talk about all the Things they've had to overcome and do X, Y, and Z to win a championship. Over the weekend, CJ Cup, Ricky Fowler led after, you know, 54 holes. I was excited to see Ricky up there. I was very excited. You know, Ricky's had to go through some things, some putter changes. He's had to get glasses and, and sunglasses with prescription in them. He got married. He's working through putting all this together to be the best player he can be. And as I'm giving this shank, Ricky achieved something this weekend, Will. That not a lot of people know. One of 24 players to earn over $40 million on the PGA Tour. So, Golf Media, you built Ricky Fowler up to get this W and regain his Ricky Fowlerness. Ricky Fowler's Ricky Fowler, Golf Media. And you know what? You built him up to the point that it, we almost had to tear him down. What happened to Ricky on Sunday? Blah, 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 blah. Ricky played a great golf tournament, finishing third in the CJ Cup. I don't think we should have propped his ass up as high as we did. We should have celebrated that Ricky Fowler was where he was and allowed this man to get back to greatness. And, you know, shout out to Ricky Fowler, man. I'm a big fan, and I like seeing you at the top of the leaderboard. It's fun, man. So, Shank of the Week goes golf media, Ricky Fowler. Mm. I, I think that's well-deserved. Shank of the Week goes to them. I like it. All right, so my Shank of the Week goes to uh, Scott Beasley. He's the president mm. of WSB Resort and Club. Uh-oh. Well, so you remember, like, the 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 conversation regarding you know the statue the statue of our general confederate general robert e lee well 
There was a there was a statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee in a public park in Dallas. Mm. Well, because of the fallout of the you know Black Lives Matter and the Charlotte um, Charlottesville incident in Virginia a couple years ago, well, they removed that statue in a public park in Dallas. Okay. It's set in a it's set in a in a storage unit in Dallas. Oh well, they removed that it. statue. Okay. That statue was. Uh, recovered and it was auctioned off for 1.4 million dollars and guess where it sits right now i don't even want to in a golf course it sits on a golf course on a resort outside of dallas right so these guys elected to put this statue of robert e lee on the golf course and it is mired by everyone now Hmm. granted according to the last census there are no black people living in that area. And that pretty much that, that statue is loved and adored by everybody in that area. So therefore I say all that say this is that um, they appreciate the statue in this area. So we don't really need to kind of go there and play golf. If you know what I mean, I, I don't know why they put it up, but my shank of the week goes to Scott Beasley, president of WSB resort and club for bringing back the love of Robert E. Lee, Confederate general soldier. <laughs> I tell you what, there's places that were welcomed and there's places that were not. And there sounds like a place that we are not welcomed, nor will I be patronizing when I go to Dallas. You're not getting my money. Sorry. Take that stance. You ain't getting my cheese. Um, but in, but in, in, his, in his defense, he said, you know, he's not, he doesn't have the <clears throat> course because of he's trying to have any type of, uh, you know, controversy. It's just because he is admiring a piece of art. He's just preserving a piece of art. It is art, and art is controversial. I get that, and I understand it. And you have a right to do with it with whatever you buy. You can do what you can do what you please. One point four mil. But just understand, when you make that decision with your wallet, tells me how I need to make a decision with mine. Well, yeah. before we get out of here, I want to talk about a feel good story. I got one interesting. Rachel Roana, okay? Rachel played Symmetra Tour this year. She earned her Symmetra card. Rumor has it she might be the first mom to earn her tour card via the Symmetra. Earlier in the season, she's playing in an event. Mind you, she's a mom. She's a three-year-old. She's a three-year-old daughter. Well, Rachel reached in her bag to pull a club and discovered her daughter's 7-iron, her U.S. Kids Club 7-iron, the bottom of the golf bag. Rachel, being the forthright person that she is, called over rules official and let them know. Now, I don't know if it was Rachel's fault, if it was the caddy's fault, if it was daughter's fault. I don't know if I would have called that on myself. I'm not saying I'm a cheater, but I ain't going to use it. And this at the bottom of the bag. It was an honest mistake. But Rachel called the penalty on herself, knowing that every stroke counts as it relates to the end of the year points total in the money race going towards the Metro Tour. But, hey, she was penalized four shots. For having a 15th club in her bag earlier in the season, but she overcame that points deficit to come back and earn the 10th spot on the Symmetra Tour. It's a feel-good story to me, so shout out to Rachel Rohana for earning your LPGA Tour card for this upcoming season. Great stuff, man. That's that's fun. That's you got. Man, that's, that's, that's that's a good story. That's uh, fun. I mean, what kind, what, what kind of little kid club was it? U.S. Kids it was Club? It was a seven iron. It was a U.S. Seven Kids iron. Club seven iron. Oh, yeah, yeah. A <laughs> hey, U.S. Kid, hey, I would have probably blame on the U.S. Kids, right, just for not making it bigger for me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
Good call. Oh, oh man. Good hey, y'all, we appreciate y'all as always. Beyond the Fairway, you know, homie edition right here. Will Lowry, myself. Follow, listen, subscribe. Go ahead. I seen some new stuff out there where you can post the podcast right into your feed and people can grab it, link it, and go there and click. We appreciate if you do that, but that's all we got for you this week. Guests coming back. Will and I just want to step aside and do it ourselves this week. But hey, any questions you want to holler at us, go on Instagram, Beyond the Fairway on IG. That's where we at. You can find me at the Douglas Fresh. Will, what's your handles, man? Will Lowry Golf. Hey, we'll see y'all next week, man. Thanks for rocking with us. Golf Channel, NBC Sports. Let it fly. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.